Welcome to the hundredth episode of the Free Pizza Podcast. Today's guest is Whoa, 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 wait. What? It's Daniel. Oh my god. <laughs> it's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. Yes. A photographer and stuff. <laughs> yep. Guys, today is a very special episode of the Free Pizza Podcast. The one hundredth episode is going to be Daniel White. Dun, a dun, photographer. Dun. <laughs> Yay. Daniel, how's it going? Hey, Jacob. It's going very well. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm wonderful. Honestly, I'm kind of in shock. I didn't think we'd ever get here. Um, I didn't think we would get past episode like 10. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm proud of us. Yeah. Can you believe we've talked to 99 other people? Oh, my God. If you, if you count the written interviews, it's over that. But Oh, yeah. Well yeah. over that. But, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, this is crazy. This is a milestone for me. I think for us, I think it's absolutely amazing. I didn't. Th- yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember the last time I did a hundred things. So uh, <laughs> I failed a hundred times, or <laughs> said I was going to do you know do things a hundred times. Hey, hey, hey do don't it, ruin it. That's, that's part of the episode. Yeah, that's true. I got to ruin myself through the. Through All the, right. Through well, episode. um, I'm, I'm gonna take it back. What we used to do around episode sixty, and I'm gonna ask you, just give me a brief synopsis of what you're doing right now. So, gosh, right now I am actually redoing a lot of things. on I, I just introduced my new podcast, The Daniel White Show. Shout out to Daniel um, White Show. Yeah, shout out to Daniel White Show. Um, not photography um, related, but you know, it's still connected to me. Oh, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I think it's gonna be really awesome. We got we got a couple episodes already uh, done, so we'll see what's up with that. But um, um, yeah, working still freelancing. You know, on the side, I have an actual job too. But like, I'm still doing a lot of portraits and a lot of uh, doing shooting a shot, a lot of shows. And oh, you're crushing it. Yes, yeah. I just shot it up one other night actually. Um, yeah, yeah, and still doing free pizza. That's my main thing, and putting out a book soon. Um, another yes book. another book yeah. yeah francis came out it'd be 2016 when that came yeah. out um, oh we'll, we'll dive into it Don't oh worry. yes we're gonna go through all this absolutely let's do oh, it you're, you're on the hot seat i'm grilling your ass for i know i'm at so least nervous an hour it had to be you you know <laughs> it, it made sense that it was you doing this but yeah that's what i'm doing right now so yeah. doing like this random work and uh, some video work too so hell yeah. yeah well um i guess we should get it started oh here we go where did photography start for you oh man photography so let me delve back a little bit more because I gotta give my mom some credit for this. But um, shout out to mom. Shout out to, shout out to my mom. I doubt she listened to this, but she might. Um, so back when I was a kid, I remember looking at so many photo albums when I was growing up, and I was just really, really intrigued by that. You know, were just, these like family? Photo? Fam- yeah, okay. family and friends. And, you know, it was all like Polaroids, and yeah. like it was in an actual photo album. And oh, I, would, I love all that old shit. Oh yeah. yes, I love it. I would go through those photos all the time. And my grandmother had those too, so it was just cool looking at that. And you know, that was that was really young. I didn't have a camera back then, but as I think that kind of sparked it, you know, when I was super young. But people don't know this, and I don't think you know this either. I technically started in video. My mom bought me in Sirius, the department store. <laughs> she bought me. It was oh, either shit. for yeah, it was either for my birthday or Christmas. But she bought me a. Um, it was like a Samsung handheld like high eight camera that she took like cassette type tapes. Oh, I, would, I remember. I yeah. had I had one. Yeah, those oh, okay. were sick. When, like, how old were you when this happened? Oh my gosh, it was middle school. I was probably it was. I know it was like sixth or seventh grade. I'm not quite sure. Maybe eleven. Okay. Eleven, maybe ten, eleven, twelve, somewhere around there. I had that camera, and I would be. I would film like a bunch of family events, stuff around the house, friends skateboarding, just everything around the neighborhood and all that stuff. I never, I never got that digitized i knew that was available back then but i never did i wish i would have because it was a lot of cool footage on there our friends just like goofing off but do you still have it uh my mom still has that camera actually do you still have those tapes uh, i don't know 
<laughs> if oh, I, I actually next time I go over there, I'm absolutely probably gonna look for it because there, there was some good stuff on there. Yeah. No, I I, I can't wait to hear about that. Okay, yes. so. You got this camera. Technically, you started in video, even though you were probably 11 years old. Yes. Let's be honest, you're probably trash. Yes, I was. I still am <laughs> trash. I was trash back then. At least I was cuter back then. <laughs> I was a cute little kid with I've a camera. Seen, I've seen fine. those pictures. It was pretty cute. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, but jump, uh, jump for a little bit. Uh, probably around eighth grade, my mom actually bought me a point and shoot. So my mom was actually the start of all this. Damn. I got a point and shoot Samsung camera, which she still has and uses. She so still uses. She it? still uses that camera. Wow. She's old. She's like, I don't need anything else. I like, I have this camera and it works and it's like six megapixel. Like, it's, it's a terrible camera. Not a terrible camera, but like, it's just very outdated. But she uses it. But I had that camera and kind of did the same thing. So a lot of family functions, a lot of stuff around the house. Yeah. Um, MySpace was kind of becoming a thing back then. A lot of selfies from MySpace. Did you, okay, hang on. Did you ever get paid to take somebody's MySpace profile picture? No, I didn't. Ah, uh, I wish I did. That would have been so awesome. Yeah. Yes, but I did take a lot of selfies. I took a lot of photos of friends, but I never got paid for it. And used to like edit them and like, like not photo bucket, but it was like a pic monkey and like this random stuff like that. Some like website or something. Yeah, yeah, just adding random colors to photos and doing weird stuff like that. So I was doing that like pretty heavy, um, around middle school and high school. So that was that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of where photography took over. I would say it probably didn't take over really until. I built up the interest throughout high school, so I okay. was looking at a lot of Nat Geo magazines, a lot of those. That's probably what really, really, really sparked it. But I didn't get a camera until college. Okay, so you're saying, camera. so to back up, you're saying, like, the family portrait albums and things got you, like, interested in the whole idea, maybe, like, capturing it's, images, yes, like video, yes. you know, pictures and all that. Absolutely. And then you go to high school and you get real into Nat Geo. Right, Nat Geo magazines and it's all that, you know, because there's a lot of photography in those magazines. Yeah, and no, it's amazing photography, Beautiful too. photos. But, like I said, I didn't really get another. And at that time, I wasn't really using my camera that much. Um, I'm still using it for like MySpace stuff, but like I wasn't using it as much as I did like when I had in like eighth grade. Yeah. So it was a little Probably gap. When you first got it. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. So yeah, I didn't really get a, an actual camera until college, but I still was very intrigued by those photos and like those different magazines as I was going. Yeah, you high still school. had some kind of appreciation. Oh yeah. Especially, I'm sure you know, like starting out in eighth grade and really getting into it. Yep. You know, even if it died off of you doing it, you still probably loved it. Oh, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. You know, I mean, we yeah. didn't have any, like, photo classes in high school. Not, not that I can remember. I think Southwest was the only school that had photo classes at Guilford County. Yeah. Um. Well, that, that I could uh, remember, but, yeah, college. Yeah, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, well, I mean, let's, let's go into college. What mm-hmm. happened in college? You said you got a camera? Yes, I did. I'm going to name drop here so people uh, – I got I, these people are, are very important to my journey, but – so at the time I was working at Party City, and it was a part-time, a part-time job, minimum wage, and I saved forever and ever and ever to get a camera. And the interest from high school, had, you know, followed me there. And I was just looking on Flickr, and I was just, you know, I dove, you know, I was getting more into photography. And what years were these? Two thousand nine and ten. I got it in two thousand ten, but. The interest was kind of building up before. Yeah, then. so you were you were a freshman in college, right? Yes, okay. absolutely. Well, I was a sophomore when I got the camera. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, 2010. Okay. So, I finally saw Justin Maurer posted. Oh, yeah. If you're listening to this, Justin Maurer, I love you. He posted that he was selling uh-huh. his Nikon D uh, D70 um, camera, and he was still living in in Randall. I think it was going to RCC at that time. And I had saved forever, hoping that it was still available because the post was like, you know, it was it was I didn't have the money when I saw the first saw the post, and I finally got enough money from working that 
whatever part-time job at party city yes and i went and met him got the camera um it was 2010 that was when i got i was a sophomore and i was so stoked but the funny part is it didn't come with a lens so so you just got the camera body i just had a camera body and i was it was it 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 hurt my soul looking at that thing because i had to save up for the for the lens but i want to go ahead and get the body you know but so you saved up all this money working this terrible job yes. to buy the body just to, buy just the to body. sit there and fucking look at it. <laughs> okay. I, was, I remember going home doing homework assignments. I would look at it on my dresser like, oh my god, uh, you know, because I mean, minimum wage back then was just like probably like seven something. You know, seven something, dollars. Yeah, probably. lenses were, you know, a variety of different prices. But so another shout out, David Wimbish. At this point, he was playing, I think, the Melbourne treatment, or maybe early collection days. I can't remember. He took photos of, I think, a couple of his album covers mm-hmm. in, in his dorm room. And David's an incredible musician around here. He had a lens that he let me use. Yeah, it was very random. He let me mm-hmm. use like a, it was like a 35 millimeter lens that fit my camera perfectly. And I was just so stoked. He let me have, use that lens for all, for years. Yeah. So when I got that, I was just super hyped. I was on Flickr getting some inspiration and trying to figure out how to shoot through it via YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Cause I wasn't taking any art classes in uh, in college. So yeah, uh, you know this kind of ruins it. But you're pretty much entirely self taught. Yeah. Yeah. With the, yeah, with, I was a couple mentors here and there, but yeah. But I mean, was, your mentors weren't like any kind of like formal education, right? No. Because even no. when you went to college, you went for IT. Yeah, I was there for yeah. IT. So it was no like you know photo training or that in school so it was all me being just curious and just going around and at first i didn't even want to shoot people i was pretty social social back then so i had a good group of friends but i just wanted to shoot landscapes from the nat geo magazines yeah you know that's why that and like cityscape so i did that for a long time and just those photos are still on my Flickr account, actually. Um, is this still up? <laughs> yes, it is. All right, go ahead. I look at them all give the time. Me, give me the plug. What's yes. the plug for it? For Flickr? Yeah. I believe it's Daniel. It's Flickr.com slash Daniel Eats Free, I think. Daniel Eats Free. Yeah, okay, I'm yep. pretty Classic. sure. Classic. Yep. Yes, look it up. It's there, they All the photos are still there. But I remember a shout out uh, Rick England, Stephen England's dad, one of my best friends. His dad was a nature photographer. He actually shot a lot of nature stuff. He didn't like people. So... We did a lot of things outside, and he shot me. He told me how to sh- um, do the camera settings, the aperture priority, the aperture settings, and the shutter speed set settings, and all that. And all that was really just confusing to me at first. I well, do remember and that. And it's also really important to be a photographer is knowing how to do all uh, of those things. Dude, yeah, that's. I mean, if you want to shoot manually, I'm not saying anything's bad about people who shoot on auto. There's nothing wrong with that. People talk a lot of shit about people who do that. That doesn't matter. But I wanted to learn how to do it manually. Um, so he taught me all of that. He was one of my first mentors, and he was absolutely amazing. So I went off. I took that knowledge, and he actually sold me my first zoom lens and a tripod, okay. which is pretty vital to being a um, nature photographer. Yeah, very important. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so, and so when was this uh, time period in between? You bought the camera body from Justin Maurer. Yeah, 2010. Okay. So that was probably, and I got the lens from David around the that winter time so it was around there it was like okay. i remember it was a cold season so yeah a couple months or so yeah absolutely which and is i mean fall is nice in north carolina so oh yeah gorgeous yeah. but then especially for nature photography i'm sure that was really inspiring to oh yeah absolutely because going from that geo thing you know, as yeah. a kid you know that was it was cool that's what i wanted to shoot and that's what i was always remember looking at so i did that for a while and it was great you know i mean the triad area has some cool places to go as far as um nature stuff but 
I did some cityscapes too, which was which was a lot of fun. But after a while, I got really bored of just doing that because I'm a very social person at heart. <laughs> so and, and you I went, know a lot of people. I do know a lot of people, and you know, even back then, I still knew a lot of people too, which is pretty crazy. But I used my best friend at the time, Kayla Kurtzfield. We did a photo shoot um, downtown High Point. That was my okay. first attempt at shooting a person. And when was that? That was probably that was 2011. I would probably say around spring. Okay, so so pretty soon after. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. I, mean, I shot that. I shot. Nature. I, it, was, it was. I shot a lot of it. But it, like I said, after a while, you like, okay, I don't have a lot of gas money. I can't really get a lot of places. So well, I'm you spent gonna... all you spent all your party sending money on that camera body. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Of course, you, you didn't have any no gas lids. money left. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So and so, I shot Kayla, and that was awesome. And she was in the fashion stuff. So she had a couple different outfits. We went all around the city and just shooting different things it was awesome i had a great time and i had a lot more fun than i thought i was gonna have shooting a People. person yeah shooting yeah. a person because you know, i was like i ain't shooting nobody man i'm trying to be myself you know have my wusa my therapeutic time <laughs> to myself and i'm sure it was a lot different you know being able to shoot a, a person that you know really well yeah. versus you know just a complete stranger like yeah. Yeah. even you said you were super nervous shooting her and oh yeah you guys have been friends for absolutely know, forever yeah so yeah so, so it, to me, it was like, yeah, it was like, you know, if you drive, only if whoever drives a stick shift car is like when you get on your first hill, you start freaking out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, matter, no matter how prepared you think you are. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So then, so then where did you go with it? So from then on, I went back because I was probably around spring break and stuff like, or spring break and summer break and all that kind of stuff. So I went back to school and I started shooting this lot of friends, you know, more couples there and friends hanging out and doing that kind of stuff and at party city got around that i was a photographer yeah because i posted things like on myspace and yeah uh, not my but um that was uh flickr and all that kind of stuff and yeah, facebook yeah. facebook is was what i was using back or uh, back then so my boss shout out to montron he was actually my first client and i remember him coming up and asking me how much i would charge for a shoot and i'm freaking out you know I'm a, i've only really done things for fun so i was like I quoted him $5 <laughs> and he all but blessed me. I was like, Daniel, I'm not giving you just $5 for a photo shoot. So I was like, hey, well, cool, whatever. And we didn't talk about it to the actual shoot. And we got to the shoot and I did it. And it was cool. We went to the park um, near Friendly Center in Greensboro. And he gave me $50 after that shoot. And to me, that was mind blowing. Yeah, fifty dollars when you're working like a little part time job is a lot of freaking money. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure when you quoted him that five dollars, you were probably thinking, "Oh, how much is a cookout tray?" Exactly. You yeah. know, and I then can, I can get <laughs> one gives, cookout tray. Yeah, and he gives you ten times the amount you quote him. That's that's pretty mind blowing. Yeah, insane. So that, a tip. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, that was a substantial tip. <laughs> Forty five dollar tip. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so from then on, I kind of it kind of got in my head that okay, I can make some money off this possibly. Okay, cool. I still didn't really make a lot of money off of it because I was still kind of messing around, and I was most of my friends were still in college, so they didn't have a lot of money. So I was still shooting for fun, you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. when I started shooting, you know, shows. Oh yeah, let's yes. let's talk about shows. Let's yes. talk about you shooting shows because that's. I feel like from an outside perspective, I mean, it might be because I pay you to shoot shows yes. that I play. Yes, is. I think you're very well known for your like live music photography. That's badass. I hope I am. That'd be pretty cool. That'd, that'd be an yeah. honor. Um, yeah. So I've been going to punk and hardcore shows since like 2008. So I've been going to shows. I went to. Sh- I was going to shows pretty regularly back then. So I was like, why not take my camera? So the first show I shot was Barrow 
<laughs> which Jacob was in yep. for a little bit. I was. Back then, it was a different lineup. Yeah, but it was not that, not that time period. Yeah, yeah, 2011, around that time. So we shot. I shot that show, and I was super nervous going to that because I had an on-camera flash, which was probably flashing a lot of people's faces as I was yep. shooting. But no one complained about anything, so I shot that, and it was actually a lot of fun. You know, that was my first time really, like, capturing movement and, you know, action, I guess you could call it. Um with my camera and it when was, i feel like you know compared to shooting models or even you know nature or cityscapes like buildings and shit that that don't move you know trying to capture in moment motion is yeah. a completely different animal oh it's absolutely difficult yeah i think every, every you don't know where they're gonna go or move mm-hmm. and they don't know where you're at taking a picture yeah yeah you're anticipating a lot of movements which it was a challenge to me and i love doing it i think it's really great so I did that. I shot a couple of shows back then. A lot of a lot of hardcore shows. A lot of shows with Barrow and just this will destroy you. I shot them in Asheville, which is one of your favorite bands. Favorite bands yep. in the world. Oh, I love them so much. Um, <laughs> you said you still have those pictures, don't you? I do. They're on Flickr. They're on my Flickr account. They're all. Do they're you have all on there. Twenty thousand photos on your Flickr account. There are a lot. I don't know the twenty thousand, but there are a lot of random photos. Of I'll have me. to go through that later. Yeah, I'll give you a link. I put a link What's, on my. What is it? Go ahead. Go ahead and it's shout Flick, it out now. It's Flickr.com slash Daniel Eats Free. A good old classic, Daniel. Yes. It's free. Yep. Classic me being uh, scheming and being cheap. But yeah, so a lot of shows, and I was still doing portraits and stuff on the side as well. That was probably 2011, you know, 2012, 13 ish. And after a while, if I'm mistaken, I actually stopped shooting shows. And I was shooting a lot because I actually. Uh, you stopped for a long time. I stopped for a, lo- a while. A while. So you would, you like refused to bring your camera to yeah. the show. Yeah. yeah. Because I was just, I, nothing happened to my camera, but I just, beer being flung around and people just, you know, moshing and all that. I was like, oh, I'm good on that. I'm yeah. I'm that for a while. So yeah. I stopped shows for a long time. So in between that, I had befriended some models that you know were around UNCG. Ellie Miller, I doubt she listened to this, but if she is, um, shout out to you because she was the first like she was an actual paid model and she let, yeah. she, she let me shoot her for free, and that was incredible. That was super cool. And I, you know, I say friends around campus, so I wouldn't really get paid for it. But I would say the next big moment with with within college of photography is probably when I met Jen Hasty. Jen Hasty, huh? Jen Hasty, yes. Okay. And that was all you're doing. Because shout out to Jen Hasty. Shout out to Jen Hasty. I love you. If I if it wasn't for Jen, I there's no way I'd be here right now. There's absolutely no way. Well, so, I mean, if it wasn't for Jen, most of us wouldn't be here ex- doing what we did. Exactly, exactly. Because 2013 is when I joined Amplifier, which was yeah. a Greensboro-based magazine. Rest in peace. Ooh, um, I can't. I can't wait to get into Amplifier. Yes, I did. That that was a very pivotal time. So. I believe you introduced me. I don't know if she's looking photographers on Facebook or what, but you've somehow, some way, put my name into her. Oh, um, I remember the conversation specifically because <laughs> that was when we were working together in 2013. Yeah. yeah, and I had just become real good friends with her and Alec. Yeah, and started hanging out with them a lot. You know that whole crew. Yep. Yep. And you came up to me at work one day and you were talking about Amplifier. And I was like, yeah, well, why don't you just hit her up? Like, I'm sure she's looking for photographers or something. She's always looking for, you know, new people to Absolutely. contribute. Yeah. And you're like, man, I think Jen hates me. Yeah, I, I did. Because like, <laughs> I, saw her, I saw her around UNCG. And yeah. she did, I thought she was giving me, like, the death stare. Like, nope. get the fuck away from me. No. Nope. Yeah, she just doesn't know you. Yeah, she and, didn't know me at all. And I, I then went to the first meeting when she lived off in Greensboro in the walker area to the first meeting there because i messaged her i think on facebook messenger she, she was did. probably still living on acock 
It may have been Acock. It was in that area. Yeah. I remember. I remember going to that house. It was in the area somewhere. Mm-hmm. And actually, no, it was downtown where they had the um. They had, she had to move out of there because of the infestation. I think it was like right, right, something. right. That's that's right over here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I went to that house for the first meeting there because I talked to her on Messenger and I needed a photographer. So I was like, okay, I guess yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. And uh, I got my first assignments from there. I can't remember my first assignment, but I worked. You know, that was a huge turning point in me working for a publication. It was absolutely incredible well yeah you work for a publication in the area but i mean that amplifier grew to be something huge oh, yeah, especially they, for this community like yeah. everyone took it very seriously yep and i'm sorry what was your uh what was your role by the end of it uh, i was head photographer by the yeah, end of you it. were yeah i have moved my way through the ranks <laughs> yeah yeah you definitely moved your way up and i yes. mean and and obviously you know jen's a very serious person and she wouldn't have done that if she didn't have the talent yes oh yeah so, I mean, she that definitely should, that should speak for itself yes yes and i shot a lot i mean shot i mean that was a diy mostly oh that was mostly i guess a culture magazine around greensboro so I sh- we shot a lot of, a lot of different t- kinds of things which is good for my you know growth as a photographer just shooting random yeah i mean tell me tell me some of the things that i know you don't remember your first assignment but yeah. what were some of your assignments that you shot so let's see if i can remember that's a, that's gonna be a very good question um i remember shooting the forge for yeah. amplifier that was um the wood shop or mechanic well i guess it's mostly wood shop middle shop whatever downtown on um when it was on um lewis street remember shooting that i remember going and shooting a lot of farmers markets um because uh-huh. people were very diy um i remember shooting we'll get to the shows but that was a little later on because i wasn't shooting the show at the time but what else did i shoot back then i can't remember anything in detail but a lot of different just editorial things yeah which yeah. i mean like I feel like a lot of what you were shooting back then was like photojournalism. Yeah. Like, it was. I mean, you were going with writers and things mm-hmm. while they were doing the interviews and you would, you know, take their headshots and everything. Cause yeah. that you were so good at it. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was crazy. I could say I was, I, it was, I was very honored to do that with Jen. So back then I was just, I felt like I was on top of the world. I was like, I'm part of a publication. Fuck everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm doing my shit. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Uh, Daniel White, head of photography. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I did that for a while, 2013, on to, well, to it ended, I think 2017 was it ended, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around that time, but going back to the shows, that's when I started shooting shows again, kind of. I think the first show I shot after that long kind of uh, hiatus was the the show with Dirac. Yeah. Yes, it was like the the show was like the friends only invite show. I think yeah, I think you talked me into doing that show. I did. That and was you me. Didn't want to. I and didn't. I, I had to convince you. I was like, again, we worked together. I was like, just just come. Yeah, and no, and no, the thing you told me only say it was not really moshing. It was like a more of a kind of a, a, a intimate. Type well, it wasn't show. even a show. We just had friends come over to a practice space. Right. Right. So it was more of an intimate thing. So it wasn't anything crazy. Yeah, so well, I, we have like twenty people there, maybe. Right. Like it was very very intimate, and it was. Mainly like a, hey, we don't want to play our first show. We want to play in front of a bunch of friends first. Absolutely. Kind of test these waters. Yes. And let everybody get their footing first. Yes. So, yes. So, that was it. <clears throat> and I shot that. And that somehow, some way sparked my whole, put a spark in my ass on doing more show show photography. Um, I mean, those pictures were fucking incredible, too. Yeah. Those I were mean, cool I still, photos. I still love those pictures. I have all of them on my phone still. Yeah. Shout out to everyone direct, man. I love, I love you guys. And... Yeah, so I shot that, and after that, I was like, man, okay, I'm shooting shows. So I yeah. shot I shot shows for Amplifier. I shot shows for myself. I was going to a lot of 
not not as many hardcore shows but like just a lot of shows with amplifier and just random shows around here and all that but um yeah that was a pretty vital vital part um in my career as a photographer is me getting into shows because of that so that was amazing that was cool so I shot stuff with Amplifier, just ran stuff with that, and I was still, at that time, I was probably doing a lot more paid shoots at that time for, like, portraits and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know in between all of that, you got contacted specifically by a company to do some brand photography. Yes. Wait. Um, you use Zach as a model. Oh, yes. P&Co. Yeah. Yes. I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah so I actually... Because I think it's so weird. I still see their shit like <laughs> pop up on sponsorship. Yeah. It's like this company is like trying to advertise to me, and I'm like, I know them. Like Daniel shot for them. Yes, that's wild. Pianco is actually funny. Uh, it's pretty bad because I forgot all about that. But yeah, I shot. I reached out to Pianco because I thought their clothes were cool. Whatever European company, and they actually sent me clothes and Zach model model yeah. uh, model the shirts for me. And we went we went to Boom for that, and that was that was no. This my my journey is just so random. It's so random. So. We did that and that was cool. I don't, I don't think they, I don't think they actually used them, but we did do that and it was still a cool learning experience for me of how to work with brands and stuff, you know, early on. But um, I was still mostly just doing a lot of portraits, a lot of portraits and a lot of um, things for Amplifier. And I was traveling with them and we went to um, so many festivals. That was amazing. Um, Shop Hopscotch, I think once or twice, Mogfest, a couple of times. That was a kind of interesting experience. Fuzzfest in Winston. We shot a lot of, we did a lot of festivals. So that was really cool as far as me doing the shows. Yeah. Um, on big stages, start the Jizza, Denzel Curry, just Neon Indians, huge names around North Carolina. Not, well, in North Carolina. They're not from North Carolina. But yeah, that was a, that was all just amazing. So a lot of shows. I did a lot of shows back then. And yeah, just kept doing, going through that all throughout. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me uh, how that led to your first book. Oh wow, Francis! So, shout out to Francis. Fast, yeah, shout out to my grandmother. She's amazing. I, I mean, after her. So that. So <clears throat> backing up. So I didn't do anything with photography with school. Um, I just shot a lot for myself. So after college, I was kind of wondering what I could do with photography. I did media studies, which is kind of photography. I guess, yeah. I guess so when, call when it. did you graduate? I graduated in 2014. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so. Graduated from college, and I was like, "Hey, cool! I still got the camera. I still love photography. What can I do?" You know, so I was still getting freelance jobs. I was, I was working. I was getting paid for a lot of things back then. A lot of um, portraits and graduation photos, yeah. and family, yeah. family uh, portraits, and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, I don't even call it like odds and ends jobs. But you were doing it so frequently. I mean, yes, yes, it's, it's hard to say that. I mean, that's what it was because you were just doing like. I felt like every time I talked to you, you're like, "Oh yeah, I got the shoe." Yeah. I'm doing a, a family portrait set and oh I'm gonna go shoot this thing for amplifier and then yeah. later this week I got this show and I'm just like, What the hell are you doing? Like Dude, I was <laughs> in just, it. You were doing I was, everything. I was and I still am I still yeah. love it as much as I did back then, but I was super eager back then. I think when you first start anything, you just wanna do everything and that's exactly what I was doing. I was doing as much as I could. Yeah. Even um weddings. That was a thing back then. Um I shot a couple which I hate doing weddings. And if you talk to me and actually do your wedding, I love you to death. But I'm not shooting your wedding. I do not like weddings. And I'll give a shout out to Amanda Sutton. Yeah. She yeah. took me. I, I, call, I would call Amanda Sutton a mentor. She took me under her wing um, and let me second shoot for her twice. And she may have been too nice to tell me, but I thought those photos were absolutely terrible. But 
she did use some of them. I saw her use some of them. I was very, you know, happy with that. But I just, I that's one type of photography I just do not like. I do not like weddings. Yeah. Yeah. So. And and tell me, I mean, you know, not to put you on the spot here, but tell me why you don't like shooting weddings. It's just not. This is the pressure of it, and then like you're there on your feet for eight to so many hours, and I'm my heart's not really into shooting weddings. Yeah. And I think that people need to hire someone who likes shooting weddings. Absolutely. No. And I agree. That's, that's one of the big things I wanted to bring up, like, you know, in your podcast is because you do so much, but I, I know those conversations every time somebody's like, Hey, will you shoot this wedding? And you're like, absolutely not. No. And I'm like, what, why is that the one weird thing that you won't do? And I think, I think it's great. I think it's awesome that you are such a well-rounded photography. I'm, I'm positive, like without a doubt that you would kill a wedding. Like Maybe. you would, you would crush it. <laughs> but the fact that you won't do it cause you don't want to, like that's awesome because there's so much stupid money in weddings. There is oh, there is a dumb amount of money yeah, in weddings. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things is like you're you put the craft above the money. Yeah. Specifically when it comes to weddings, which I think is awesome. Right. I just I don't I don't take photos like primarily to get, you know, get a profit, you know. I would much rather yeah, I was like I said, I would much rather get someone that enjoys it who wants to be there to shoot your wedding and that's that's just not me. So I did that twice with her, and I just did not like it. And I think it was kind of a mutual thing that we kind of like, you know, I just, that wasn't my thing. So I still love Amanda to death. She's absolutely phenomenal. She's a great photographer. And, yeah, so from there, I, and this is going up to Francis. I'm, I'm leading up to that. Oh, no, no, you're fine. Yeah, Keep going, yeah. yeah. So back to video. I actually did film a wedding, and that's something that a lot of people don't know either. Really? <laughs> I did film a wedding because um, actually Savannah put me in uh, who was our first interview for this podcast she put me in touch with her boss at the time at Wine Design I did film her wedding and that was cool I would, much, I would probably be more open to film a wedding than to shoot a wedding really? yes absolutely absolutely so going forward with Francis so at the time like I said I was still um, leading up to that I was shot with an amplifier and all that and it was just you know just same portrait stuff nothing nothing super um, no super milestone between that a lot of shows and stuff like that but going to Francis, so I wanted to make something that was something tangible that people can have of my photographs. And I wanted it to have some sort of meaning um, as far as, um, you know, to have, have some meaning behind what I was what I was putting out. So Francis was a dedication to my grandmother and just because she's awesome, you know, just just whatever but basically i think around that time probably that was probably around when was chicago it was 2016 i think was that 16 or was it yeah it was well, i think it was 16 the first time yeah first time we went was 16 yes yeah, so around 2016 i went to chicago when we traveled we traveled a lot went to chicago twice so i went to dc with my brother and i was going around different places all around just the country and just around north carolina so I had taken a bunch of photographs and wanted to do something with it. So, and I had to go to my grandmother's house every Wednesday, and I saw my grandmother to death, and I just wanted to dedication dedicate something to her. Yeah. Um, which was ended up being Francis. That was my first photo book in 2016, and that was just it came out great. You know, I put that book out, and I didn't know what to really expect. And cause I sold, I was sold prints before, but nothing like as far as a book, you know, people, as far as someone spending well, that's money. A, in. That's a question I have for you too. Have you, had you done photo shows before Francis release? Yes. So yes, actually talking about that dude going back. So yeah. my first photo show was at Pryor yeah. and actually, yes, 
we missed a couple of things. Okay, yeah. So going back, so it's, you've had a crazy life. I know. I've, I've done so many things. I forgot about those shows. Supposed Jessica <clears throat> Butler. You're probably listening to this because you she's love the me. Because yeah. you're the best person in the world. But Jessica was the marketing person over, or events person over at Prior Brewing, uh-huh. and downtown want, Greensboro. Downtown Greensboro. Yep. Shout out to Prior. Uh, if anyone's listening to this, but I wanted to do a show to donate um a fundraiser show for hospice so because my grandmother passed and i saw hospice come take care of her in 2006 and i just wanted to do something for them because my mom worked for hospice so i was like cool let me do a photo show and see what happens so jessica was amazing let me set up that prior for my first photo show and that was probably 2000 probably honestly 14 to 15 and that, I thought your show at Pryor was 16, and your first show was at Spring Garden Bakery. First show was at Pryor. Second show okay. was at Spring Garden Bakery. Okay. Book show was at Pryor. Yeah, I remember so I went, that. So I went. It was like a weird in-between. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so tell me about the first photo show. Yeah, for the, so the first photo show was at Pryor. It was in 15. It was 15, actually, because 16 was the show at um, Spring Garden Bakery in High Point. The Free Pizza Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. Yeah. Okay. And then 16 was a book. So, between 14 and 16, I can't really remember. There's a lot going on back then. But, <laughs> so, the first show was amazing. I had photos from all around Greensboro and a couple of photos from, like, D.C. Because we haven't really traveled around yet. So, it was a bunch of photos from here. A lot of bands and stuff, too. And that was amazing. It was cool. I think, I'm pretty positive. I don't know if they sold it or not. It was close to selling out. I know that for sure. And we raised a lot of money for hospice. I think it was, like, $1,000. Yeah. I remember it was insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. I yeah. knew you were a popular guy, but <laughs> yeah, I, I showed up to that event and I was like, "Who the hell are these people?" Yeah, yeah, I've it, never met. And you're like, "Oh yeah, these are my homies from blah blah." blah. I'm like, <laughs> I see you like six days a week, and I've never, I've never, I've never, never met this person. Yeah, like I'm, 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 I'll admit yeah. it. I'm a very social person. A lot of my family came out and their friends and their families. You know, this is everyone's connected in some weird. Oh degree. yeah, yeah. So we all came out to that, and that was incredible. And that was also another very eye-opening part. Because back then, I was, I was still getting paid for shoots, so I knew I could make money off of it. But as far as having a first show, I was like, I don't know. It was in a solo show, too. That was my first solo yeah. show. Yeah. So I was like, wow. So that was that was, that was was pretty amazing. So going forward to, you know, other shows, I did another show at, at Spring Garden Bakery because they asked me to do that at the location at High Point. At High Point, which, yeah. Which is not a thing anymore. Um, R.I.P. But um, they're still on in Greensboro. So, anyways, I did a show there, and that was cool. I donated some of that money, too, because I was just making, like, a traditional thing to do it every year. Money yeah. to hospice. So, I did that, and that was actually very awesome. A lot of people came out of that, too. That was incredible. That's when I think I, I think I had shirts and stuff, too. I had merch and all that stuff, too. So Yeah, because you started doing shirts and merch around 15. Yeah, around 15. Shout out to Aaron Johnson. My, he did my first shirt. I forgot. I don't even know what even made me do that. <laughs> I wanted this another way, because... You know, not everyone necessarily wants, you know, prints or anything. So I thought, why not sell a shirt? People like wearing shirts. So I... Well, it's another reason for people to support you. You know, yeah. they might not have a need for you to come take pictures or yeah. buy a print, but yeah. anything buy a shirt, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I, I commissioned Aaron Johnson to do that. He was living in Greensboro at the time. He's in Pennsylvania now, kicking ass. Yeah. Um, But he drew up my first shirt which is a black shirt who and people who have it obviously, obviously know this but it was a black shirt and it was a character of me and when he showed it to me i was i was floored it was 
It's a great shirt. It's, a, it's an insane it. shirt. So I had merch and stuff like that around around that time, which is kind of crazy that I had merch with my face on it and people bought it. So I had those at the shows at the second show, and you know that was a cool show too. Like I said, a lot of money went to hospice. You know, I didn't really care about keeping the money. Like I said, I'm just do it because I love to do it, and I love hospice. So going on to Francis, so I wanted to do another show that went the next winter because I did them like kind of all around the winter area. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to do something different for that show. So I made the book, and the book was just a collection of so many photos from so many travels and so many hangouts and you know just those photos of like going to concerts and us going to chicago and just us being in atlanta as well and just because at that point jim was yeah that's at, at the point jim was in um she was uh in atlanta so we went and you know hang out with them and yeah all that so it was a bunch of different you know emotions and feelings in that book you know just a lot of memories so i wanted to put that in a book format so i did and at that time my grandfather had came down with dementia so there's photos of him in there as well that was a kind of de- dedication to my grandmother for just being super strong and awesome and taking care of him so i wanted to put that book to her and that sold out um yeah at, during that show which was another thing that was now let's go ahead and talk about how many did you print i did a hundred yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, um, you sold out, you know, 10, 20 books. You sold out a hundred. Yeah. Didn't you, you pretty much sold all of them before the show even happened too. Kind of. I remember I did, you, you I did had pre-orders. some on hold. Yes, I did. Yeah. I, I did pre-orders and then I announced that in the day of, I let people kind of reserve them and pay me before the show mm-hmm. kind of started, which I, which may have been a good thing or not on but oh, yeah, because um, me and uh, me and Jake Sanders handled your merch booth. Yes, that was the first time I've ever been to a photo show that had a merch booth, which yes. was so sick. That you was you could buy prints, shirts, or the book. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And that was a uh, wow. That was a great. That was a great turnout. Like I said, that was uh, if you came to that show or any of those shows. Thank you so much. I love you. You know, love y'all forever. That was a very because I mean it being such a kind of emotional book. It made a lot to me that people came out to that and wanted to support me on that. And that's why I met a lot of great people too. I met I met Ashley Johnson at a show. Yeah. Yeah. I met her there and a lot of great creators came out. A lot of friends came out. So that was phenomenal. So I did that and that was 2016 when I did that. So mm-hmm. after that, um, it was just back to me shooting just shows and concerts and going to these festivals and traveling, and traveling a lot, a lot of traveling, traveling has been crazy. It's been a good thing, but it's been very busy. But was doing all that kind of, kind of stuff, and I got a couple of jobs with um some publications around here. I shot for um I think Greenfield News and Records. It was Donovan Devin McKnight's brother um did some does some um company called Ethnosh, and I shot some things for them. that went to the newspaper, yeah, and I was in Triad City Beat. I got you know I did some stuff for them, or did a cover for them, and interview for them, and just a lot of. There's a lot of twists and turns. It was there was so many, so yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of random stuff. Yeah, and and so Francis was 2016. What did you do? Um, I mean, let's just dive in. What did you do between then and now? So you haven't put out another book. I was pissed about it. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. It's Wait, been your fans have been asking. It's been three years. So honestly, around honestly this season. So then now I've probably been working on my next book. Uh, I started some other projects as well. I have a book I'm working on now called uh, "It's a Nude Book," so I'm doing that as well. I'm doing two at two at two at once, which has been pretty two books, right? two books at yeah. once. Yes, uh, one that's nude, um, just because I wanted to kind of challenge myself on photographing. Well, yeah. I mean that that gets a that brings us to a great point. Um, 
We'll, we'll put a pause in the new books because yeah. I, I want to hear what you got planned, yeah. you know, yeah. in the future too. For sure. But tell me about nude photography. Yes. So I started doing, and this is going to be a big shout out to um, my boy, Anthony Ramirez, but I shot, I started doing, I had an interest in doing lingerie stuff, lingerie, underwear type, you boudoir, know, whatever. Yeah. Boudoir. I hate, I hate that word. Like I, <laughs> I feel like I, it's too fancy for just who I am. So I just like just underwear shots, but yeah, boudoir photos. I started, yeah. I, and that that interest came from a photographer called Van Styles. He shoots over in L.A. and he shot a lot of girls like that too. I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to try. So, um, I'll try that out, and it was cool. And as a guy with no portfolio, that was um very hard to get into. <laughs> well, it's pretty. Yeah, I'm sure that would be pretty awkward. Of, I mean, that's that's a yeah. great thing for audience members. Um, like, how did you overcome that? How did you go from yeah. zero portfolio? Yeah. Being yeah. this weird guy emailing people, be like, "Hey, can I take you in your underwear?" <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, that's a very good question. That was, and it's crazy that I've gotten this far with it. You know, as far as people trusting me more and more. But so, Alyssa James, if you're listening to this, you're amazing. She, Alyssa James is a um, model in Wilmington, but she's from High Point, mm-hmm. and I knew her, and sh- I saw that she did new photography on Flickr. So I reached out to her, like, I'm nervous as fuck, you know, just, you know, hey, listen, I was trying, you know, trying to get into this and, you know, whatever. And she was like, yeah, cool, let's do it. And I was just like, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, now I have to. Yeah. So this yeah. is kind of jumping back to, so this is probably back in 2000 and I, and I skipped all of this. I, like, I completely forgot about this, but that was probably around 2000, probably 12, actually. Yeah. Cause you've been but doing to, this for a while. For a long time. Yeah. For and a while. I think while. it was like, just like the shows too. Like, I feel like, you know, from the outside perspective, you, you did it a lot you know, years ago, like back then. Mm-hmm. And then you took kind of a dip where you weren't doing it that much. And yep. I feel like yep. maybe like this last year or so, maybe shit, probably even two, mm-hmm. you kind of got back into it. Yes. So absolutely. it started around 2012. Yes. Okay. So 2012 is when I first probably did my first, yeah, the first nude one. And that was wild. So I didn't expect her to really jump into it like she did. So, but she was very comfortable with, you know, her body and stuff. And she didn't care, you know, that she was, she didn't care about being nude. So, I found which I think is really important for yeah. like your first time as a photographer. Like, yeah, like I feel like it'd be a lot different if you were kind of nervous and they were nervous too. Like that would have been <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So at that time, I didn't really have a house to shoot in because I was living with my dad and he was not about to be about no, that. No. So there was we shot in this abandoned like house in High Point, not far from where I lived, because I back then with friends had been going there and hanging out and you know loitering because that house it was like abandoned like house like yeah. barn thing so we shot there so the first one I did was she was we were actually outside really <laughs> we were just hidden away you know whatever and I did that with her and she and I was full nude and that was it was awesome it was a lot of fun you know I was super nervous you know and those photos came out they came out okay you know I had fun with it you know I definitely had a lot of learning to do back then I still do now but you know, that was kind of the first well, time. Back then of me. you were still learning how to use a damn camera. camera. So exactly, exactly, exactly. So we did that. We also did a couple other shoots around downtown High Point. And shout out to Anthony. Um, shout out to Taylor Ridge actually. So Taylor Ridge is probably the second girl I shot. Yeah. Like that. And Anthony's my friend's um, his dorm. What was his dorm? It was a it was his apartment in college. So we did that in his room. I shot a couple girls in his house actually. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty crazy. So um. The reason my friend Korean. Hopefully, don't mind me saying their names. I, d- I doubt they care. Um, but they let it start with friends, pretty much. To answer your question. It started with friends who uh, that trusted me. 
you know, which was... Which was a lot of your photography. I mean, I yeah, feel like, yeah, yeah, you owe a lot of the things to your friends. Yep, absolutely. Which is a great thing that you have so many. Yes, yes, <laughs> it, 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 it's proven to be great. And, you know, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to do the project I'm doing now. So it started with them. Um, a lot of trial and error, a lot of fun, though. It was great. And some of those photos are still, like, really cool. And, you know, I, they're very near and dear to me, you know, of me as growing as a photographer, doing yeah. that type of work. yeah. So yeah, that was uh that was uh that was that. So cool. Yep. So going forward, you have a nude book you're working on. Yes. So I'm working on that right now. Um it's pretty it's, it's it's even you know, and back then the girls were wearing they were wearing underwear. Except for Alyssa. She just didn't give a shit. <laughs> but yeah. During that gap, I was just like, I'm not gonna photograph anyone nude because I don't, I can't do it that well. You know, I was very skeptical and yeah. very, you know, down on my own work and stuff like that. But fast forward to, I started that, wow, last year. I started that last year, and I was just like, well, you know what? Let me try it, and you know, to even further the um, ante, I'm gonna make it a book. <laughs> so I decided to make it. I'm working on a new book right now. I still gonna hand out, have it out last year, but it's just, it'll be done when it's done. So. It'll be out eventually. But I, I dove back into that because I was doing a lot of boudoir stuff, getting paid for it actually over the years. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I just got very comfortable with it, but I wanted to just further challenge myself. So that's why I started doing that. But I feel like you've always had a, like a pretty heavy like appreciation for the art form too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was looking at photos like that on Tumblr and like just doing Instagram, like, you know, just all throughout. And I was like, I want to try it. I have the tools for it. I have no reason not to try it. So. Yeah, you're a photographer. You're yeah, exactly. Better exactly. equipped than most people. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was that's gonna be that. It'll be out one day. <laughs> one day, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which, I as an interviewer, I don't appreciate, but you know, I'll, you know. Let, I'll let it slide. Yeah, it's done when it's done. So tell me about your other book that you're working on, because you're working on two books right now. Yes, I'm working on two books right now. Um, so, whew, I'm not gonna say the name of it yet. I have the name, I know the name, but I'm not gonna reveal, reveal it yet. But yeah, hold on to it. Yes. Yeah. So this book is pretty much starting off where Francis ended. So a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of traveling around Georgia and Canada and you know New York and just all that kind of stuff in that book and it'll be great. I think it'd be cool. It'd be a lot more. There'll be a lot more in this book than it was in the last book, which okay. is which is it'll be it'll be a pretty big book. And I'm choosing the photos for it right now, so we'll see what happens with that. Okay. Yeah, that's all. That's all I want to say on that. Yeah. Do you have any kind of like estimated? time you're shooting for to release that one another it'll be this books. year okay yep it'll be this year it'll be either it should be fall or winter and that's when i'll uh release the location everything i have that i have the location everything set i don't think you i don't think you even know that maybe I you don't. do I can't, I can't remember i don't know but can't i have to hear about that off mic yes yes <laughs> there will be a cool 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 uh cool place i think people will like it but jumping back because i want to give some more shout outs but um over the recent years, obviously, I've had a bunch of great shoots, a bunch of great mentors, but uh, somehow, some way, I ran into John Black. Oh, I yeah. Know if, I, I definitely want to talk about this. Yes. I don't know if you met John Black or not. I still haven't met him now. John I've talked Black, to him a couple times. Yeah, but. John Black is <laughs> absolutely phenomenal. Um, John and Joey are both cool. But John hit me up on Instagram, actually. He's a, he's a studio photographer. He does a lot of other things, too, but um, he's a studio down here in Greensboro. And he kind of took me under his wing as being more of a studio um, help and, you know, kind of a mentor and, you know, photographer around here. So yeah. that's been absolutely amazing. So I started, I've done, I'm trying to think, I've done, I think, two sessions with John. Our, our schedules are just so crazy right now. So 
I that was kind of my first, and I, I was against shooting inside for the longest time because I just thought shooting inside was just kind of not silly, but I just didn't have any interest in. You're not you talking know. about shooting inside. You're talking about shooting in a studio. in a studio. Okay, because yeah, I, I was gonna say you've done a lot of yes. indoor photography. In shooting in a studio, yeah, okay, but with natural light. So I went with him one time. I went with him in the studio one morning before work, and he gave me like a little like very very brief lesson on lighting stuff like that and i absolutely like fell in love with it it yeah. was so awesome which was so awesome and I, you know that's kind of the that's where i kind of wish i maybe have went to a little school for it you know had some training in that but yeah so we did some studio stuff i've helped him on a couple of projects that he's working on or a couple things for clients stuff like that and it's been amazing and i've kind of under his wing i don't see him a lot because our schedules are just so crazy but i still would say that i'm under kind of under his wing right now yeah which yeah. is great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. So tell me some uh, some other mentors you've had. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I mentioned Amanda Sutton. Yeah. Um, John Black. John Black. Let's, uh, Rick England. Rick England. Yes. Let's see. I, I would kind of say Justin at the beginning because Justin kind of gave me a couple pointers. Like then Joe, uh, Joe Lindsay and Winston. I actually yep. remember asking her a bunch of questions back then. She's a wedding photographer there and all that. Amazing and photographer. Yeah. She's incredible. She's incredible. Um, absolutely. But um, yeah, it's probably the ones I can kind of remember off top. I've I mostly read like a, a lot of books and a lot of YouTube videos. You know, back then as far as further teaching, which was you know thank goodness for YouTube. Um, yeah, I mean, doing this twenty years ago would be completely different. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, nowadays, like. I feel like if you have the drive and motivation, you can really teach yourself most of it, mm-hmm. which I feel like you've done, and yeah. I think you succeeded at that. You know, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh-huh. And you know, this Instagram is a is a teacher in itself. I think uh, I remember getting that as soon as it came out. Yeah, and that's been a great resource as well. So, but if, I, if I'm if I'm skipping you, I'm sorry, but I know I've named a lot of people who have this helped in random different ways you know just it's, it's hard to remember when you've had a such an eclectic <laughs> journey from you know gosh yeah. you're, you're going on almost 10 years yeah but see next year will be 10 years of me being like a serious photographer yeah. so there's a lot of there's a lot of people and if I, if I didn't say your name i love you to death you know i do i just i just can't remember at this moment yeah and, and we'll jump back a little bit and and talk about some of that stuff but i real quick i wanted to touch on um something i feel like most people know but maybe not um I know you started on video. Uh, tell me what you're doing with video now. So, video now. So, I did shoot a... Actually, back up. I forgot what this is. Okay. So I did so many things. So, Ivadel. Me and Travis Schuster actually shot their music video yeah. for the first EP they came out with. And when so, was that? Oh, gosh. Um, when, were they, when was that first EP? Maybe 2013, 15? Between that and 15? 13, around 14? There? Yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. And he actually asked me. Of course, I freaked out. I was like, no. I'm not, going to shoot, I'm not shooting a music video. Are you serious? Yeah. He's like, well, I'll, I'll edit it and all that, blah, blah, blah. And Travis is just a multi-talented just maniac. Because he was in photography as well back then, too. But um, we shot that music video. And that was actually a lot of fun, too. That yeah. was awesome. What you guys did in that studio. Yes, we did it legit biz. Shout yeah. out to Chris Hilbert. Love you, Shout dude. Out to Chris, love yeah. you, love you, love you. Um, but fast forward to now, so I shot a music video for for Wine Dark, which is your band. Maybe one day people will see it. Yes, one day. <laughs> I would I would take all I would just yeah, I would take I would, I would take that hit. That was a good hit, but it would be done for you. Um I shot that and 
I plan on I, I I'll probably just shoot my own personal projects. I don't think I'll offer video as something that I will offer to clients. Maybe like a, a service. Yeah. Yeah, I doubt it. I mean, I would I'll probably shoot some stuff for what I have planned plan, plan for the podcast of free pizza. Yeah. But I yeah, I'm shooting that, and I got a bunch of mics and stuff like that. I just ordered probably a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um, to do some some interviews like that, which was coming, which will be coming soon to the YouTube page. But I've done some vlogs, you know, kind of like our trip to Chicago. I did that on my phone, and you know, just which like which is like, awesome. Yeah, man. I thought it was pretty cool too. Absolutely. But I've been like dipping my toes in the video. I think eventually I will dive in because I do like doing video. It's just a, it's just it's kind of scary doing something kind of new. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's also a beast with like editing and things like that. Yes, know? extremely tedious, and that's why I haven't really dove into it because I'm I'm lazy. But it's very rewarding because I've done the wedding before and I've used different, I've done very little other little things, but nothing like super, 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 super crazy. Yeah. 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 So, um, let's go off of that. And, and again, we'll come back to some other things that I want to touch on, but before we even do that, I want to talk about the podcast. Yes. Which is kind of some weird inception shit that we're going to talk about the podcast while we're recording the the podcast. Yes. Yes. So. Free pizza. So a lot of people have asked me this. Uh, first of all, the name free pizza. Like I said, I think I was with Jacob or someone else. I was with Jacob. Um, I'm pretty sure, but the name came from something I just saw. I think, and that'll be really funny for a podcast. Cause I think a podcast name should kind of like, you know, kind of pop. You know, something that you can really easily remember. It needs to be catchy. Yeah. It needs to yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. So. I was looking at a pie and at this time I wasn't really experienced in podcasting. You know, I didn't, I think you were, I wasn't, and I knew mm-hmm. you recorded bands, which is why I kind of went to you for um, some guidance and uh, some, um, some, uh, um, to assist me with it. Yeah. But I was looking at this podcast on YouTube called no jumper and mm-hmm. he interviewed a lot of underground rappers people who were kind of just trending and people were in like the you know kind of minor celebrities or billy celebrities he did a lot of um interviews with them i was like that'd be kind of cool to do with people here who are artists you know at that time i was you know as a photographer i obviously i'm a creative and i want to hear about creative so i wanted to do that but do that here in greensboro because i think greensboro is a very overlooked place um as far as creatives so absolutely that was february of well, I bought the equipment with my tax return in February 2017. And I think we just dove in, if I'm not mistaken, because I bought the equipment. You were like, cool, I'll, I'll help you record it. And then we no, went I mean, from there. I, there was a good month where... I think March is when the first one went up. Maybe April. I can't remember. No, I think it went up in March. But yeah. I, no, I was going to say there there was like a solid... There was a couple months where you brought the idea up. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I'd love to help, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then there was a solid month in between of, okay, well, let's do this. And mm-hmm. then... Yeah. How do we do that? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that's how we did it. I mean, you had the knowledge of recording. I had the knowledge of um, interview skills, my tax return money. You had the knowledge <laughs> of your tax return. Of knowing how much getting back and just buying that. But yeah. I, at that time, I knew I had made so many connections with different um, creatives around the area. And I was like, I want to try it out, you know? And that's when kind of Free Pizza started, was that March with Savannah. And I, you know, I love. I love photography. I love it to death, but I don't think it would be my end all be all. And I never wanted it to be. I'm a very social person. So I wanted to kind of make something else. I can still be creative, but not necessarily behind a camera all the time. So that was my reason for doing the podcast. Yeah. Was making free pizza and a way for me to kind of connect and 
learn people's stories and stuff. So that started in 2017. Which I think you have uh, definitely successfully done because <laughs> you've met at least 99 other people yes. doing this stupid podcast. I know. And I is you know, people who are listening to this, like, thank you so much. And like people who have been on, on the show, I mean, like, thank you so much has been a lot to me. And we're in like a your home studio now, which is so crazy. Yeah. Um, we started out in my basement, in my yes, smelly basement, with spider webs that were fake, fake spider webs. There were fake from Halloween. Yes. So yes. Yeah, so that idea started from there, and it kind of went on to where it is right now. So yeah. yeah. And we've interviewed a lot of just you know a lot of variety of different um, um, creatives, and which has been absolutely phenomenal to me. So yeah, yeah. And going off of that, tell me about the Daniel White show because that's about to come out. Yes. So I have a new show and this will be out tomorrow. So actually, you Daniel White show technically starts Wednesday in the introductions out right now. But yeah, so Daniel White show is everything free pizza isn't. So yeah. I want to keep free pizza kind of niche to creative because I think it's, you know, I just. I just love having, I love that people have a platform to come to just for, you know, people who are just like them. So the Daniel White show is a show where I just have a lot of different friends who do a lot of different things that aren't necessarily quote unquote creative, mm-hmm. but they're, you know, they're still like amazing people. And I think they deserve a platform as well. And also have a lot of bunch of stupid ideas I want to talk about with my friends. <laughs> and a lot of artists have also, um, musicians have hit me up to do interviews on free pizza, which I won't, well, which I will not do, but I will do that on this podcast. So yeah, Daniel White shows a little different. Yeah, yep. So this, this is, this is, it's pretty much, it's pretty much everything free pizza is not. Yeah. So which is, it'd be cool. It'd be a cool another adventure for me. You know what I'm saying? Another set of challenges. I got to redo the format and figure that out, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I mean, you're doing. Photos, videos, mm-hmm. interviewing, yeah. podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> what what aren't you doing? I'm staying busy. I'm staying busy, you know, like I figure I have a and I, I read this from a Charlemagne book, um Charlemagne of God, you know, because I used to say I didn't have enough time to do these things, but I know I do. Um because I want to use the hours I have. You know, I have 160 hours in a week and I can do a lot with that. So that's why I wanted to tackle a lot of different things. And that's that's what I want to do. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right, well, um, let's get into a couple other things, going back to your photography career. Let's do it. Um, I mean, the questions I have for you, you know, they're going to relate to just you as a person, not just your photography. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's the main crux of it, I guess. Um, What are some of your inspirations? Oh, gosh. Give me some of your top ones. Because I know you're inspired by... A lot of things. Anything, yeah. Yes. So, I am... Oh, gosh. I'm inspired by going outside, just seeing people and places and new things and all that and you know just being out in the world that inspires me a lot to shoot and to stay creative and stay on top of my toes um seeing a lot of different friends you know do their things as well um more, more specifically you know some photographers out there taking Lockhart is probably my first inspiration as far as being like a street photographer mm-hmm. um Van Styles, even people around here Amanda Sutton you know Skylar Brown just a lot of people around here Ashley Johnson you know, the list goes on and on and on, but um, I'm inspired by so many things, you know, uh, things I see just on, you know, on TV, internet, outside, just friends and just, you know, just all of that combined just keeps me going. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Absolutely. Um, so tell me, um, I'm going to I'm going to ask you about the main portion of it mm-hmm. and then I want you to tell me what you're going to do with it. OK, so I guess 
you know, the second part of that question is going to be really more of like a, what you're trying to do in the long run. Yes. But tell me about Daniel White Media. So Daniel White Media, that is, so going back to, to me not wanting to initially be, I like, cause I love photography, but I wanted to, I want to create something that's more than me just being a photographer. So yeah. I made Daniel White Media legal this year is a legal LLC. So um, proud of you. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> but I wanted to, cause I had the idea for the Daniel White show forever ago before I started it. So I wanted to just umbrella all of that free pizza, Daniel White show, Daniel White photography, the video stuff. I wanted to do all of that. So I'll pretty much want to be like a whole media kind of warehouse yeah. for, you know, for, um, for myself and just to put, you know, put a lot of content out just under that, um, under that name. So that's kind of what Dean White Media is. And it's, I'm just going to take it as big as, you know, as far as I can, you know, just try out just a bunch of different things. So we'll see what happens. Is this what you're trying to do long-term career goal? Yes. I think I I would love to work for myself and like maybe even bring on people to help me, you know, along the way, as far as being, you know, maybe doing interviews or doing videos or I want to be a place where people can come and hire me and to do whatever, you know, yeah. and me have a small team and it'd just be this big thing. But that's obviously way down the road. So I'm just doing small it steps right now. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't people, have to be. People but hire you all the time now. Yes, yes. But I want, you know, I want to be, it would be cool to work with, you know, have friends who work with me and, you know, for them to also make money and then, you yeah. know, just get jobs, get to work together and all that. So hopefully one day I'll have a studio space or a storefront or something like that where it would be like, you know, have a headquarters and everything and we'll operate out of that. So hopefully that's, I'm, my fingers are crossed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, jumping back, um, because you were, you were talking about friends and it just made me think of it. I know this is like we're trying to kind of end the podcast, but tell me what it means to you to collaborate with other artists because you do it all the time yes actually yes actually it's, it's amazing um i think what i remember the one that were the best ones and i hate that they're not a thing anymore but and tilly who we interviewed had a shop downtown who i worked with yeah and uh, and yeah i mean mm-hmm. and i'm handmade i worked with them a couple of times and it's it's i think it's just the power of community. I think working with other creatives just helps you out in the long run. I mean, as far as you enhancing your skills and connecting and networking and, you know, you really get to see what you can do when you work with other people, in my honest opinion. Yeah. So I think it's, it's been amazing. It's been so much fun. I can't, of course, I can't think of everyone I've worked with recently, but, um, you know, Lauren with, um, um, Lauren Lester with uh, Wild, Wild and Sleeps. Sleeps, yeah. Her jewelry company, doing that with her. I've done some things with Angie. Angie, uh, Angie the Rose. Uh, yes, Angie the Rose. Things with her for some um, stuff with her um, painting. And I mean, it's, it's been it's been great. I love getting with people in different mediums as well. You know, as far well, that, as. That's actually the one of the reasons I brought it up because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking I have a print in my bedroom, funny enough, uh, that you and Josh Huff did. Yes. That you did like a split print, which yes. I still think is one of my favorite things. Yeah. yeah you each yeah. had an individual photo yep. and you did a collaborating print, which mm-hmm. is. Yeah. I just haven't seen it. I've never like, seen I it. Haven't, I haven't seen another photographer do that. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen them do like split shows of like, hey, here's my work, here's their work. But yeah. y- y'all actually did one print with both of you, which is so sick. Yeah. But then yeah. you've also done where you've taken your photography and. I remember, I can't remember her name, but you had the artist and she went through and like actually drew on the photo. Yes, Juliet. 
Yeah, yes, Juliet. Yes, yeah. Juliet did that, and I have those. I need to print them. I'm I'm so bad at procrastination, but yeah, she um, went and did like some amazing illustrations over them, some squigglies, some her like her like kind of like style of uh, illustrations on them. Is it awesome? It's absolutely yeah. incredible. But the everyone should, if you're an artist of any kind, you should definitely collaborate with other artists. I mean, it's it's gonna push you because I mean, it's just you know. Molding two minds together to you know make one result is just it's so much fun and it's you know it's it's just it's just great for both both parties so yeah I mean that that's you know not to get too preachy about it but I I love that message because you're one of the few people I know that really preach that community thing specifically with the artist community and it's not mm-hmm. you know community is not just about you know showing up to a show yeah. or buying a print and stuff you know it's it's actually engaging with these people. And like I said, you're one of the few people I know, like, I mean, specifically free pizza, the platform yeah. is because you wanted to meet all these random ass creatives yeah. and get to meet them and like hear their stories firsthand. Absolutely. And, and you do that even in your own art, which yes. yeah, it's just not very common and yeah. I love it and more people need to do it. I think it's great. Yeah. You know, it's weird. I mean, there's some, I think there's some publications around here that do shine light on a lot of different artists, but I want to have a place where people can like hear them and maybe and sometimes see them, you know, see the person behind, you know, the paintings, the person behind a photographer. And cause everyone has such a crazy journey, you know, and everyone has their own unique journey that I think they needs to, you know, needs to be, needs to be told, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's why that's the thing. I literally couldn't agree more in the sense that you wrote me into doing this stupid podcast. So I did. <laughs> I did. Another, another, is, honestly, this is another creative collaboration. It absolutely is. You it know? spawned a lot of different things. We worked on the podcast, music, mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. All that stuff. We've traveled together with the podcast, which has been great. We have, yeah, we've traveled. I mean, we've just traveled together in general yeah. a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> a lot so more to go, things. right? So many things. Yes. Yeah. So many more. Well, um, winding it down. Um, I want to hear some of your advice because that's one of my favorite questions is when you came up with the advice question on, on yes. what was it, God episode like? I can't remember. Like maybe the twenties or something. Yeah, it wasn't anything. It wasn't anywhere near the beginning. But um, no, it, yeah. yeah, it took a while. But yeah, so tell me some 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 of the actual Daniel White branded advice for up and comings. Oh hear my it. gosh, up and comings, y'all, stop being so scared. <laughs> that's what I hear all the time. I mean, it's people just so just doubting themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'll I, no, I, let me say that in a better way. <laughs> so I think, and with artists, artists alike, you know, as far in as well as people who will want to get into it, just definitely just believing yourself. You know, believing yourself is a very umbrella thing. Obviously, it's a very duh thing to say is to believe in yourself. But believing yourself is is the first thing you need to do to do anything. Yeah. You know. Um, if you don't let your dreams be dreams, you know, just believe believe that you can, you know, make accomplish anything and you have the resources and all that to really, you know, get the results you want or really dive into whatever arts you want or you can, you can do it. I mean, I hate that people are kind of scared. I, I understand why they're scared, but like, cause the market is very saturated and I do understand that, but not everyone is you. There's no you out there. So if you will have the idea to do something, just go ahead and do it. Um, I would say, use a I love uh, another part of it is people think you need a lot of money and photography you can make it photography just as inexpensive or expensive as you want yeah you know and I'm sure that goes with painting recording you know being a designer or anything you can you don't need a lot of money to create you know because thinking about the art back in the day you know they didn't have yeah. MacBook Pros in the 1800s you know um 
but yes, you don't need a lot of money to be, you know, to create amazing art. There's kids works in galleries that are selling for thousands and millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Who don't have any crazy equipment. So definitely don't think you need a lot of money. Um, I would say with free pizza, um, join or create or join or create a, a creative community, which is what free pizza kind of is. Um, which is I'm very grateful for. But if you're in an area where like you there's not one established, you should definitely go ahead and establish that. Or join one that's already made if there's one around you. So that will um I think this joining a creative community just just enhances you overall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you work yeah. with you get to work with people and you know, you're forever inspired and you know, it's just good for the soul for sure. Um, short term goals will lead to the long term ones. Ooh, you know, okay. I think a lot of people focus on the big picture and what they want to be without really thinking about, you know, the next 10 minutes of what, how can you get to that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's just, so, and I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, very much so a person who used to do that. And I still do it someday, sometimes without even thinking about it. But, um, yeah. So set small goals for yourself. You know, maybe if you're an illustrator, just, you know, do 10 drawings this week. You know, just, you know, if you're a photographer, go out and shoot, you know, three portrait sessions this week or go out to the street, do some street photography, do, do something that you, you've never done before. You know, just stop thinking about, you know, where you want to be and start thinking about where you are. Yeah. You know, because every I think every great, every great creative, you know, started where they were, you know, mm-hmm. that's the best. I mean, you got to use what you got. Um, and lastly, I would say just have fun. You know what I'm saying? Just let loose. Have a good time with your art. You know what I'm saying? It's, you can do so much with it. And the world is just literally at your fingertips. And yeah, that's it. Just lay loose. I love it. And the ones who are, you know, doing all that stuff, you should just quit so I can get further ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was yeah. waiting the whole yeah. time. I was like, when's he going to say some bullshit? Yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> Okay, well, um, is there anything we missed? Is there anything that you want to say? Oh, I'm sure we missed a lot of things, honestly. Um, <laughs> Especially your journey, man. I'm, I'm not going to yeah, cover it's, it's, you know, it's 10, 10 years of shit Yeah, an and hour. I think, you know? I think every, I've, I've gotten so many text messages of people being like, oh, I forgot to put this in. I was like, dude, you've been a good creative for over five plus years. So I've, I don't think you would remember everything. But um, no, I think that's it. I've, uh, the book's coming out. The, the one book is coming out this year. The new book will come out when it's ready. Okay. Look out for videos on YouTube for Free Pizza, Daniel White Show. All that will be filmed, which is badass. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. And, yeah, just look out for Daniel White Media because it is coming. It is coming. Yes. Slowly but surely, it's on the way. Yeah. All right. Where can people find you on the internet? So, my website is down right now. So, but tomorrow I'm working on it, actually. So, DanielWhitePhoto.com will be up tomorrow. And you might see another name for it. Um, no, oh, it's coming. I it's know coming. It. I'm it's not coming. Gonna I'm not going to say it. I'm, 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 I've discovered. God, via, it's so good. Via Janie, I've discovered that <laughs> you can do, you can forward uh, a URL to your webpage and her shit is like famousbadbitch.com, which is so badass to her it, illustrations. It's so on brand. Shout out to Janie. Shout out to Janie, man. She's the best. But yeah, that free, uh, free pizza, um, at free Daniel on Instagram. Yep. Um, I don't use Facebook. There's a page there, but it literally says I don't use Facebook. I don't use Facebook. If you want to find me on Twitter, I don't care. Don't judge me for what you see. Princess X Daniel on Twitter. And, um, and just be advised, I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> I got a Twitter to follow you because of the dumb shit you post and retweet. And yes. it has nothing to do with your creative career. It does it's not. Just, 
you as a raunchy person. I told y'all to have loose. And my advice, I said to have fun and let loose. And this yep. is me doing that. I still use Tumblr. Princess Daniel as well. Because I think a lot of inspiration is on there. You can use my Flickr account if you want. Daniel H. Free on Flickr. Yep. But, yes, that is it. That's where you can find me. And, uh, yeah, I'm out here. Man, you're out there. Yes. And if anybody wants to hit him up for some beautiful photos, um, I have countless times. You probably have so many photos, yeah. Oh, my God. I I think, yeah, I think the last time I looked, you have taken every single picture of me (laughs) in the last, like, four years, which I love. It's it's great being friends with a good photographer. Dude, it's sick. Yeah, I don't mind doing that. But just because we're friends doesn't mean I don't pay you. Yes, that is, oh, gosh, that's another set of advice. Don't Pay your damn friends. Yeah, pay your friends. Stop being that... Oh my God! I can guess another episode. That's the Daniel White show because there's gonna be some colorful language. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So yeah, that's awesome. Yes, well, absolutely. Daniel, thanks so much. You're welcome. You're it's welcome. episode 100. We episode made it. Episode 100. It's been a great journey. Thank you for everyone who has been on this podcast. Shout out to everyone. Shout out to Photo Business Zipster for sponsoring us. Yep. Shout out to um, Cassandra for letting me record a few episodes there. Shout out to Devin and CVA mm-hmm. um, for these great set of years. And I'm, well, free pizza is not going anywhere, but it sounds like we're ending it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, well, I can't wait to uh, see what happens next with the podcast. So, uh, we'll see. All of us can either. Yes. That'd be great, man. Can't wait to see you explode. Can't wait to see you explode, Jacob. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles. Whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.